hello hello everyone yes we haven't met in a while and it is all my fault but i am back now yeah life is getting us so busy but i am back with a new episode how's everyone doing how has life been treating you i'm hoping it isn't too bad though right sorry for stabbing you on episode but i'm here today and today we are learning as we always do today's lesson is fibroid is it right yeah fibroid yeah we hear so many scary things about fibroid and growing up we had people say how a woman can't have kids because they have fibroid or how their barrenness was caused by this thing that's in their womb or something and it sounded so horrifying and it doesn't help that on twitter a while uh, some time ago recently there was somebody saying fibroids turned from promiscuity i was so disappointed because this is a man of god and for you to be able to change packs for knowledge you decided to go let me say the cynic route and share something so untrue so let's learn today what is fibroid <laughs> we are about to learn that today and get educated on the topic build bank some myths learn something new anyway some perceptions like what the man of god said about it have you grabbed your pens and notebooks well you should because class is in session so what is fibroid fibroids are abnormal growths that develop in or on the uterus they are abnormal because they aren't supposed to be there but they somehow end up there yeah one thing one thing to notice that they end cancerous yay right <laughs> so we wonder how these come about but so far there haven't been any answers by scientists or doctors as to why they all care it is still a mystery to science but i'm hoping in a couple of years we will find answers as to why they happen and what causes them these growths in the uterus are called lyomyomas, sorry, lyomyomas. Somehow this word just keeps trying to disgrace me. Or myomas for short, yes. And fibroids normally show up when you get to childbearing age. So I think the general misconception that it happens to older people is lie or is false. So one myth debunked. It reminds me of when a lady I knew when I was younger had it. I was baffled because she was so young. Like, you know, when you grow up and you're like some people in the 40s and all of that, and she was like 25. Yeah. So, why did she get fibroid? Now we know it isn't for just older people. The moment you're of childbearing age, there's a likelihood of getting fibroid. And there are types of fibroids and I'll mention a few and learn things and we'll learn things associated with their names or where they occur. One, intramural fibroids. They are the most common type of fibroids and they normally appear within the muscular walls of the uterus. And this type of fibroids can lead to infertility. There's like a 50-50 chance of Beth, depending on the type of intramural fibroid and how big they are. 
know sometimes fibroids don't become huge they and they're undetected for as long as the person lives but then some grow big and cause a lot of other problems yeah so let's get back to intramural fibroids intramural fibroids can grow larger and stretch your uterus so you end up looking pregnant yes number two is subserosal fibroids I don't know why these fibro terms are trying to disgrace me today, but I refuse to be disgraced by them. <laughs> this fibro got its name because it forms underneath the outer covering called the serosa. Such a beautiful name, yes, yeah, serosa. Then, fibro, I think fibros like to ruin everything beautiful. This fibro can grow large enough to make one side of the uterus appear larger so it's like on the front side of your 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 uterus becomes big and heavy and you feel like my god that's a baby there's something in there but it's just this fiber trying to play a, a nasty prank on you and number three there's pedunculated fibroids damn these words pedunculated pedunculated fibroids um pedunculated fibroids are subserosal fibroids that develop a stem yeah or a slender base to support the tumor so these ones just decide to grow stems they decide to be a tree you know just because i'm referring to them as tumors doesn't mean they are cancerous they are non-cancerous tumors but they are still tumors yes then number four we have submucosal fibroids Damn, this some of the words sound sexy for some words. <laughs> yes, submucosal fibroids are the least common type of fibroids. But one thing about the what's one thing about least common things? They cause the most problems, and this one right here is one of them. They develop in the middle muscle layer of your uterus. Got this word called the myometrium. Yeah, I got it right on the first try. Yay, myometrium. <laughs> These fibers can cause heavy menstrual bleeding. That can lead to low red blood cell count. So basically anemia. Yeah. The last, but not the least. Yes, we have cervical fibers. They develop on the cervix, but um, they are extremely rare, just like the submucosal fibers. So yeah that's the let me say the types of fibroids that are there so now let's talk about the symptoms of fibroid i'm looking through this this made me realize why they keep asking us to see our gynecologist when we have problems because some of the symptoms cut across so without the help of your OBGYN and examination you'll be able to tell what the problem is our symptoms are one heavy bleeding within or between periods yes sometimes we have heavy bleeding soaking through two or three parts or tampons and we think it's normal but sometimes it isn't and you won't be able to tell unless you visit the vagina doctor yeah number two you have increased menstrual cramps cramps are crazy yes you know that sharp pain that leaves you dizzy isn't always normal 
the tears and rolling on the floor ends normal during periods. Darlin visits a vagina doctor to check what the problem is just because periods are painful doesn't mean you die from it. You get me? So, yes. Number three, menstrual clots. So, menstrual clots. Just as the thing, yep. Huge clots. Number four, there's pressure or fullness in your lower abdomen. When you feel that you think you're pregnant, but you're, you pro- sometimes you are not, if you know you've been safe and all of that and stuff like that, just see your doctor, your vagina doctor. <sighs> and we already know why the abdomen will feel full or there's pressure. That's because when the fibroid is large and keeps increasing its size, that's why it will feel full. So, number five is pain in the pelvis or lower back. So, you're not prob- you're not growing old, sweetie. Maybe it's just fibroids. You're not an old cranky lady just yet. Just see the doctor, okay? Six, swelling or enlargement of the abdomen. Yes, that. You think you're pregnant. Aside from having the phantom pregnancy, it could be, uh, how should I say it? Fibroid. Oh, yeah, I think I'll, I'll talk about phantom pregnancy next. Yeah, I got my next podcast topic. <laughs> Number seven is increased urination. You piss a lot. It's good. You think you're pregnant, but maybe you're not. Maybe you are pregnant. You wouldn't know till you check or you, you see your doctor. So it's important to to see your doctor. Number eight is painful sex. Sometimes you do not have vaginismus, or you are not having. You have fibroids. That's why you feel pains during sex. Please visit your gynecologist to find out. So. After this, you are wondering how to treat fibroids. I never mentioned drugs or any form of medication on my podcast. You know this. You all, we all know this. But I can mention surgery. So myomectomy is the name of removal of fibroid through surgery. So you have myomectomy to remove your fibroid. I I hear it's expensive. Yeah, friend did mention like it's expensive, but and you when you when you remove it i think it will help don't be sad because you have fiber sweetheart day in and day out science and technology are evolving and we might end up finding the root cause of it and solve it yeah that's great right and there are some medications sorry acupuncture treatment and some asian medicine formula that work for the treatment of fibroid so that's like great right I'm not going to tell you, so you have to do your own research. You have to visit your doctor and all of that and find out. Well, it may not seem like much, but taking care of yourself, eating less high-calorie food, and avoiding meat can help with the management of fibroid. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes, sometimes fibroids don't enlarge, but it will be safer to visit your gynecologist once every three months. If once every month seems like a lot of work for you, like yes, but you can visit once every month. But if it seems like too much work, three months tops, get a pap smear, a vaginal exam, ensure any pain or discomfort you feel in your genitals. And I was just I wanted to add this that um if you are a black woman, black I mean cut across, black woman, African descent, 
whichever it is you are more susceptible to a fibroid yeah i'm just throwing that out there i'm not going to say a fun fact but it's not a fun fact but yeah that's something you should know <sighs> yeah we've learned <laughs> about fibroid today i hope that it will inform our choices and we will stop calling people witches or mocking them for not having children because we might not know what's causing the issue and that fibroid isn't caused by promiscuity let's learn to be kinder people and be kinder with our words because they impact people yes this has been the xx podcast with me of course akushalipti <laughs> thank you for tuning in Ellen and me let's strive to do better be better people and treat people better to make someone want to stay alive be kind and don't forget to live life because you are amazing until next time and oh, don't forget to follow me on social media twitter at akosha lefty snapchat at akosha lefty sorry facebook at akosha lefty instagram at akosha lefty with a double y and before i sign out i have a project i'm working on and everyone's support to be appreciated to make it a reality um i didn't want to share too much information but yeah i had information about teenage girls getting abused by their parents by people some are pregnant and find it difficult to navigate life so a couple of friends and i want to help out and also teach such education and provide certain support because it's it's like this time the sex education isn't really taught and it's like all oh, the kids are just having sex without any proper education so yeah if you want to volunteer and join you are welcome <laughs> yes and any form of help and support is welcome yeah thank you thank you we appreciate every bit of it well till next time lovely listeners <laughs> you know i think i should find a name for the xx listener base what do you think you posted should bring suggestions i'll be waiting i'll be waiting for all the suggestions you guys will have for me well till next time sweetheart bye bye love you so much bye